The rules of retirement have changed. No longer can most of us rely on Social Security or a single pension to fund our futures. We're living longer, and retirement doesn't just last a handful of years anymore. Instead, you might stay retired for 20 or 30 years, and maybe even more. We need to look at retirement through a new lens, with fresh eyes, with a new approach and plan of attack. Here to answer the call are financial advisors John Texera and Nick McDevitt of PFG Private Wealth Management, serving you throughout the Tampa Bay area. This podcast is Retirement Planning Redefined, and it starts right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Retirement Planning Redefined with the guys from PFG Private Wealth, John and Nick, financial advisors here with me once again as we talk about investing, finance, and retirement on the program. Anytime you're listening to the podcast and you've got a question or concern, jot it down, jot this number down, give them a call and talk to them about it before you take any action with anything you're listening to that's financially related. 813-286-7776. Well, that's a, that's a mouthful. Let me do that again. 813-286-7776 is the number to call. And of course, you can go online to pfgprivatewealth.com. That's pfgprivatewealth.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the podcast so you can get upcoming episodes and check out past ones and all that good stuff. John, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there, trying not to melt at the time of this podcast. It's about 8 million degrees, I think, on the outside. Nick, what about you, buddy? You hanging in there? Yeah. Yeah, we've had a ton of rain lately. Um, Which just makes it worse. <laughs> me flashbacks of uh, living up north, but yeah, uh, it's not. Well, aside from the heat and all that fun stuff, what else is going on with you guys? What you guys got anything cooking? No pun intended. Yeah, so uh, tonight we're actually excited to uh, we're doing some volunteer work tonight, and um, there's a group that Nick and I are a part of. It's called the Thirteen Ugly Men. So it's a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly the response whenever people hear that name. But no, it's it's a great organization. It's about uh, thirty, although it's thirteen. There's thirty five guys in it. Uh, we throw events and donate to local Tampa Bay charities. And part of the donation, uh, we actually do hands-on work. So we're um, donating to a charity called Gigi's Playhouse, which okay. Nick actually interviewed. He's on the charity committee for, for our group. Nice. And um, we're throwing a Halloween event. Goal is to donate about 25000 to them. And tonight we're doing um, some hands-on efforts, which Nick can kind of touch on because he set it up. Yeah, man. The organization supports people with Down syndrome. And so they have a lot of different programs that they have. So tonight we're going to go in and uh, kind of run a, an evening of bingo and bring in some food and kind of play bingo. And um, there'll be a broad range of ages there and stuff like that. So oh, we're looking forward to that tonight. That's awesome. That's really cool. I appreciate you sharing that with us. That's very cool that you can do that. Uh, and uh, maybe what we can do is we can talk uh, on another podcast about how you can get involved with that uh, particular thing if you'd like to help. But that's awesome that you guys are doing uh, those extra things uh, out in the community here in the area. So, um, well, well, with that, let's turn our attention to this week's podcast, which is to continue our conversation about uh, strategies to turn that nest egg into a paycheck. Uh, we covered several things last time to your cash reserves, uh, bucket strategy, so on and so forth. What are some other things we need to think about? Yeah. So, uh, you know, like we talked about last week, there's a lot of different strategies and really we let our uh, financial plan kind of dictate which is best for the individuals based on needs and goals. So, you know, as you mentioned last week, we did go over the two-year cash reserves bucket strategy. Um, another one that we've uh, been utilizing, you know, depending on the situation is basically just living off of your uh, dividends and interest. So okay. that's where you have your principal 
and um, whatever dividends and interest is spun off either monthly or quarterly, that goes into a spend account and that basically becomes your paycheck moving forward. Some of the benefits of kind of utilizing this would be you don't have to worry about uh, your money running out because you just you keep your principal intact and you're never really dipping into, into it. So the fear of money running out goes away. And also we see this a lot where someone's uh, interested in leaving some type of um, legacy to somebody. Right. Sure. Basically like, hey, you know, hey, John, Nick, you know, I have this money here. I want to leave it to my kids. I want to leave it to whoever. So I'm just going to live off of the uh, interest and dividends. So that's kind of one way to look at it. And I I would say, um, you know, this this is a strategy we wanted to talk about because we get asked about it. However, with how the markets have changed over time and how people spending and longevity has changed over time, it's become less of a a common strategy with one of the big reasons being yields are down significantly over the last 20 years, you know, where, you know, years ago you could get a really good uh, CD rates and, and things like that, where you can get a decent paycheck from that. So some of those challenges are it's tough to find the yield, whether it's via dividend, whether it's via fixed securities to give people the amount of income that they need. And so what'll happen is they'll chase that yield and give up uh, growth opportunities, which then essentially makes it difficult for them to keep up with inflation over time. So, um, you know, dividend rates will change over time. And it just, you know, at at the onset, people kind of see it as, hey, this is what my parents did. Uh, but maybe their parents had a pension or their parents' expenses were a lot lower. And uh, we like to talk about it because, and it's interesting, it's usually men that bring it up and more focused on like individual stock or individual bond investing, uh, which is less common now. Um, So although it is a lot more rare, uh, we do like to bring it up at least to address it uh, so that people understand how it works, that depending upon their overall situation, it can be feasible. um, But most likely some of the other strategies we're going to discuss are probably going to make more sense for them. Yeah, and um, just to, you know, kind of who this works for is really someone who has a, a very large nest egg and necessarily okay, doesn't right. need any more than the, the dividend in- interest will spin off. And as Nick mentioned, this environment does make it very challenging because, you know, interest rates are low and then people will kind of go to stocks for that to try to find some extra dividends. Right. Um, but we've seen where some of the, you know, equity corporations, they'll actually change the dividend on you. So that's a that's a big risk where, and I know Nick touched on it, but I've seen where some companies will have a specific dividend and then, you know, recession hits or, you know, the, the stock isn't doing so well, so they need some growth. So they'll go ahead and lower their dividend, which could really affect your monthly income. Okay. All right. So that's kind of a living off a dividend type of strategy to turn that nest egg uh, into a paycheck. What's another one? Is there something else we can we can also share with the listeners? Yeah. So, uh, you know, another one, again, depends on the situation is kind of creating an income floor. Okay. So this is where you look at, hey, what's what's uh, what's my guaranteed income that I'm coming in? And most people, clearly Social Security is number one, um, but some other people might have a pension. And uh, what they'll look at is saying, okay, what's my guaranteed income? And we'll do an exercise and, and do all their expenses, but we'll divvy it up where we have our fixed expenses and then our discretionary. And what we'll try to do in this situation is match up their guaranteed income with their fixed expenses. So no matter what happens, it gives them peace of mind to say, hey, no matter no matter what happens in the market or health, I know that my fixed expenses are covered. And we make sure that those fixed expenses are covered for life. The risk of running out of money necessarily for those fixed expenses really isn't there. 
you know, as far as, uh, and then some challenges to this, what we see and why, you know, again, it's not perfect for every situation, but some challenges with it is, you know, does that leave you with enough liquidity? You know, do you have enough money? What if you need to tap into a little bit more? And then also the big one with this, I would say is inflation. I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Nick. Yeah. So, you know, realistically, the there's only a few ways to kind of create the guaranteed income floor. And We'll end up talking about that kind of later on down the series of uh, of podcasts. But John mentioned the Social Security. You know, they may or may not have a pension, um, and so the only other way to create, you know, essentially a guaranteed income would be through some t- sort of annuity. And there are different sorts of annuities. So when John refers to the the not having enough liquidity, meaning that you know to provide the guaranteed paycheck that they may be looking for, there may not be enough in assets to do it in a large sum of money. So usually if we're looking at something like that, we only like to attribute 20 up to 20% of their overall nest egg into a strategy um, like that. So typically it's people that are, um, you know, where something like this would make sense is somebody that may be a, a conservative investor, somebody that has maybe a lot of longevity in their, in their family, and they have a significant fear of running out of or outliving their money. Maybe they, you know, their only guaranteed source of income is social security. So they're looking to, you know, kind of build on and and have some um, additional security from that standpoint. So going through and trying to find other ways to help increase that floor uh, is a pretty typical uh, process that we use uh, with people. Okay. Yeah. So each, you know, again, each of these strategies may or may not be the right fit for, uh, you know, the individual. It's a matter of going through and talking about some different things and looking at stuff uh, to see which is going to work best for you. You know, you mentioned kind of earlier on that you're just living off the dividends. What about somebody who might be in a situation where they do need to sell off the investments, you know, maybe as needed type of thing. So more of a withdrawal strategy, I guess. Yeah. So what we'll kind of refer to that as is like a systematic withdrawal. Okay. Um, and frankly, this is pretty much the most common way. Is that the norm kind of thing? How people, yeah. How people will handle their um, income from their assets in retirement. You know, the majority of people, their nest egg is comprised of some sort of combination of funds, whether it's mutual funds, exchange traded funds, um, you know, and some sort of diversified portfolio. And Uh, What we'll do is kind of after we go through the planning and we figure out, hey, you know, your plan kind of tells us that we need to pull out, you know, we'll call it $3,000 a month from the nest egg and they want to receive it on, you know, the first of the month each month. And um, from the standpoint of their advisors and kind of portfolio managers, we'll structure it so that that money deposits automatically into their account. We decide which investments that kind of sweeps off of and, and we do it via kind of an automatic quarterly rebalance to make sure that we're keeping the portfolio, you know, diversified and with the overall objective of the account. And then realistically, this helps kind of helps them deal with the ups and downs of the market. And really, they're only spending what they need. So one of the uh, things that Nick kind of said here, it's important that um, that you have a very good advisor because you, you are looking at your advisor to make sure they customize the portfolio to deal with some challenges like a market downturn. So that is a big risk with this because if the market goes down, you need to sell off your investments. The worst thing you can do is really start selling off big chunks in a down market. So it's important that your advisor has some uh, strategy in place for that. And then also, again, a challenge with this would be depending on the person's mindset, they, they might get afraid of spending 
you know, too much because the risk of running out of money and, and the kind of spiral down effect of tapping into your principles is always there. So it's, it's really important, I think. I think you'll notice as far as uh, who these strategies work for is really who's saved a lot of money. So it's important to save as much as you can because it allows you the ability to really use any of these strategies and be comfortable with it depending on your situation. All right. Well, there you go. So there's a few things to consider to think about. Uh, we were again continuing our conversation about ways to turn our nest egg into paychecks in retirement. And uh, if you've got some questions, if you've got some concerns, if you'd like to talk with the team about how to do that, talk with John and Nick, give them a call at 813-286-7776. That's 813-286-7776 to talk with John and Nick, financial advisors at PFG Private Wealth, serving you in the Tampa Bay area. Go to the website, PFG privatewealth.com. Again, that is pfgprivatewealth.com. Check them out there as well as subscribe to the podcast and give us uh, uh, a chance to uh, you know share more of these things with you each and every week by subscribing on whatever platform it is that you happen to like. Apple, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, iHeart, various things like that. Thanks for listening to this edition of Retirement Planning Redefined. For John and Nick, I'm Mark, and we'll see you next time here on the program. PFG Private Wealth Management LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. The topics and information discussed during this podcast are not intended to provide tax or legal advice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed on this podcast. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed insurance agents.